Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. I'm your host, Tim, and with me as always in the booth is Julian. How hey, are you? What's up? Excellent. Not much. Al, how are you? I'm good, mate. Excellent. Brad? Yep. Hey. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh, sorry, Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> I got you back, man. Thanks. <laughs> so today's episode, I'm in control of the booth, um, and I'm taking us through the circus of time back to 2002. Uh, to watch the American epic period drama, Gangs of New York. Epic. Epic. It's, well, <laughs> well, we can discuss whether yeah. it's epic or not. So, let's do this. Brace yourselves, amigos. Gentlemen. We're history. So, here we are, we're in 2002 Oh, it's nice I've just graduated from school Yeah And have stepped out into the world The real world Yeah And while we're here, it's time for History with Brad History with Brad History with Brad <laughs> I think that went pretty good. Yeah. You guys have been rehearsing <laughs> for one minute. Yeah. I just very quietly jizzed in my pants. <laughs> very quietly jizzed in my pants. Um, I'm I'm back to the old Brad and so disorganised. It's not funny. So just looking at my phone. Um, nice one. <laughs> yeah, because you know, hi Wikipedia. <laughs> hi Wikipedia. How are you going? Uh, this site back, I actually Brad. used a lot. It's called the People History. Um, so if uh, if I'm wrong with anything, I'm just going to blame them because it's obviously not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2002. Uh, just look quickly, flicking through this. Um, uh, Euro death. Euro death. More death. Right. Lots of death. Lots um, of death. Killings. God. Uh, well, Queen Mum died, but I suppose that's still death. Yeah. Um, yeah. More death. Earthquake. Um, Ooh. Is that the uh, Greece? Earthquake, earthquake in Greece? Is that that one? Um, sure. I passed hanging. I got it. Doesn't sure. really matter. No. Nah. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've scrolled past. I could see. There, like, there go all yeah. our Greek listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, terrorists. Um, mm. More terrorists. Uh, some it oil was, tanker. Some. It was a troubling time. It, yeah, well, it? that's all I'm. Yeah, it's pretty much what I'm gathering. There's really lots of death I'm, and lots of death. Well, yeah, <laughs> fresh after nine eleven. So, you know. well, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it was an interesting time to live in. Are you, um, are you sure you're not on a website that's like who died in two thousand and two? Oh, there's a lot of people in the popular musicians that I wish had died. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people's careers probably did die this year. So Really? Uh, anyway. Hey, Bon Jovi's in there. Excellent. All right. Can you tell us, wh- <laughs> can you tell us why, though? <laughs> oh, I'll just read some. Uh, Vanessa Carlton, Good Charlotte, Counting Crows, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem, Kylie Minogue. Now, do we know what happened to these... Artists. I kind of, I kind of misorganised, Brad. No, Jules. <laughs> these people just existed. They just, 2002. <laughs> yeah. In two thousand two, there, there was some existence going on. There was some pe- <laughs> people were alive in two thousand two. Yes. All right, popular films of two thousand two. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, Harry Potter, and oh. the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, Spider Man, again. Um, Star Wars <laughs> Episode Two. Nah, hang on. The clones. Huh? We, that we, Spider Man was we, that the yeah. original. The first one? Yeah, Toby, Ma- Toby Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because the second one is real good. Is it? The Dr. Octopus one. It yeah. is. Oh, it really is, is, mate. It right? is a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, we won't get into that. It just gets much. derailed by Aunt May just talking a lot. Uh, well, you've got to look past Aunt May. Oh, it's impossible. Jesus. It's a, it is a good movie, though. It's good. That's it's real, like, schlocky. It's Lots good, of good man. emotional I'll ups give, and downs. I might give another go. Yeah, you know, you learning about life. And Someone wants to request it. Send us an email. No, please, please don't. Yeah. Maybe no, I'll do it now. No, Maybe don't. I'll send it. at gmail.com. It's my turn at the end of this episode, Tim. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Uh, Men in Black 2, Die uh, Another Day, Signs, Ice Age, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, uh, uh, Minority Report. Actually, I, I enjoyed Minority yeah, Report. It was, right. it was good, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chicago, The Pianist. Chicago. Were these, is this Oscars? No. No, just popular films. Oh, okay. The Pianist. Um, Have you guys seen The Pianist? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what yeah. a movie. Nah. Um, dude. The Penis, um, the penis? About, about Schmidt and Gangs of New York. Hey. So nice. I made on the list. So I was, you know, I was, I was literally about to say, hey, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're talking about it. <laughs> well, oh. well done, Slaney. Well, <laughs> they only have me here for my technology. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, th- no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and be a lot more organized nah, that's next cool. time. It's just, you know, just... 
Life. Life. <laughs> Good segment. Just Good pre- segment. Yeah, right. Do you know what? <laughs> it, may, it may be my favourite segment. Ooh. <laughs> And um, thanks for the new intro, guys. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I'm now going to have to just change my job. We should have... Um, okay. You can give all credit to Timmy for that one. We should have got you to do History of Brad on 1846. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Well, he could still do it. He could. <laughs> like Popular culture. What happened in 1846? There was this guy, Bill the Butcher, and he was uh, organising these uh, gangs. I'm going to pretty much say in 1846, a lot of things off that list was saying... A lot of death. Lots of death. (laughs) Lots of people dying. Uh, Yeah. Well, that kind of leads me to my first question. Uh, I'm hoping one of you guys looked into it because I certainly didn't. Um, Do we know how much of this story is true? Well, so it's... (laughs) Without jumping straight to the end? So... Well, Amsterdam, there's no, there's nothing about him existing, mm. but Bill, so William Cutter was based on William Poole, who was also, and he was also nicknamed the Butcher. Uh. I, I mean, the character's based on him, but the, mm. I mean, it's, the timelines don't match up. I think um, William Poole, I think he was, he was kind of around the same, but he died a lot earlier. I think he died in the 50s. I think it's yeah. one of those things where maybe the characters are neither here nor there. But the things that happened and the gangs and all that sort of stuff and the mm. five boroughs, abs- yeah. absolutely. And he was part real. of the 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 bow, Bounty Boys, I think. Bowery Boys. Bowery. The Bowery Boys. Whereas in the film, it's the Federation of American Natives. So, But the Bowery mm. Boys are in the film. Yeah. Yes. So the Bowery Boys are there when they're discussing the final... At the council fight, like yeah, because that that's the Barry Boys is who's who Amster, is that who Amsterdam joins? He joins the Barry Boys. No, no. When he when he kind of first comes back to the Five Points and he's get he meets up with his mate and he's like, is that the Barry Boys? He goes to see him. Oh, I don't know now. I don't know. There are so many gangs in this movie. There is. No, I uh, I don't know actually. To be honest, it's all right. We'll, we'll look. It was good it. though. Reading up on William Paul is funny as like because there's heaps of excerpts of newspaper articles and stuff on the Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. And it's all about, like, he and his boys beat the, almost to death a bartender because they were refused service of this pub. Of this pub. God. And then... Jeez, we'd have a lot of trouble on our hands, Brad. <laughs> we, we, were, we were never a refused service, Sal. No, that's a good point. <laughs> we were yeah, always we were. gentlemen. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but, yeah, well, he was a... Rightly right, no, so. No, not being able to speak and order a drink is different to being refused service. <laughs> So you could call your gang the gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Timmy was saying. May I suggest uh, hanging on till later in the episode when we get to a certain favourite oh, segment of yours, Tim. Okay. I, I could shed some light on this topic. I don't know anything about it. Could but, it be uh, history with Al? <laughs> we, will, we will wait and see. Um, the gang thing, though, is, is uh, something that I looked a little bit into. and So that pretty much the gang started from when New York was... Sort of founded, first, first settled or, by yeah. by white men, and um, uh, it, to the point where it it existed through nearly the whole history of New York. So there's a film that, um, oh. so Warriors, oh, the, such sorry, a good movie. the Warriors, um, Warriors, is, yeah, Warriors, Come exactly, is still sort of like almost like this film, two hundred years later, yeah. um, where there's still the the you know the gangs in the boroughs and stuff like that. Yeah. And one gang gets is, lost. And, is Warriors on your list? It's, on it's, my it's definitely on my yeah, list, it's absolutely. My list. Yeah. It's funny because like, I, I made a note of the same thing. I was like, wow, this straight away. Like, I, I watched it recently, but it wasn't until I was watching it again for the podcast and you know, like looking into it. And I was like, wow, this is this really reminds me of The Warriors. You know, mm. like Especially the scene when um, you know, Amsterdam and his mate are walking through the town and his mate's telling him about all the gangs. Yeah. And then like they, I think they do the same thing in The Warriors. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen it. And they're yeah. like, oh, you know, the, the such and suches and the such and suches. Yeah. 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 And so like, the, wow. the actual, the gangs of New York, so to speak, have been this, this long-term thing in New York until they mm. probably still exist. Although as we've spoken about many times now that New York's much cleaner than it was mm. in, you know, in 1846. Last, <laughs> well, in 1846, <laughs> even in 1986, it yeah. seems to be much cleaner. So, yeah. um, especially in the, in the lower areas. Well, the gang, the gang, Gangs of immortals that ah. ravaged New York in 1986. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. I tell you. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so the five points is obviously a real place because he, I mean, one, you get this great like pan out shot and yeah. it shows the whole city, but I like it because there's a point where um, there's an, uh, what do you call it? A, a voiceover of 
Bill the Butcher, and he's talking about the five points, and he's like, you know, such and such street, and he's like, and it makes a fist, and when I close my fist, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, that's really cool, and I'm like, oh, like, I'm assuming that it's a real place, like this yeah, was so actually on a map somewhere. Yeah, so I was, I was listening. Uh, it's, it's around apparently. I don't like. I don't know New York at all, really. Yeah. It's apparently it's around Chinatown, kind of okay. midtown ish. Well, see, I thought it was really far south, like it was right nah, down the bottom was, of the island. It's, it looks yeah. like it's only because kind it's of right near. It's right near some docks, obviously. Like there are ships are coming in full of Irish immigrants from the famine. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose you never so really get an idea of. Point. You don't really get an idea of how close they are. No, you to the docks, but no, they're I all think, down at the docks. Yeah, like. and the, yeah, and the only thing that really links it is the fact that like this Tammany guy is like you know as soon as they're coming off the boats, he's promoting it, so yeah. he's obviously going. But Bill's there, like married. swearing at people. Yeah, as well. okay, that's what I thought. I thought they were really far south as well. Yeah, it definitely looks down the southern end of the island, but like yeah, yeah, like I said, I don't know. New York that well, but no. but yeah, and the streets are named differently now. So yes, I would imagine so. It was like Cross Street, and oh, I can't remember. Mm. I really actually like just going to. I really like that effect they use. That when they obviously got this great overhead shot. When that scene that I was referring to, where Bill the Butcher is talking about how each street, and as he says the street, it lights up. Like mm. I don't know if you remember mm. that or not. But, oh, yeah. just, yeah, it was it's really quite good. Like theatrical. Like it, it was, was wasn't it? Mm. I feel like that whole the inside the brewery. And it later becomes the mission. Yes. Where they're all living. You know, there's a real. So, right. I know, I know the scene talking about it's at the start. It's yeah? A, yeah, and it's a pull out of this like huge, like sort of scaffold. And they're just, it's just teeming with people. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a set, man. That's full of extras. And mm. like, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, if I hadn't seen this before, you could, I reckon you could have mistaken the first couple of minutes until, until they kick the door open. And you saw period New York. Yeah. I reckon it could have been like New York in the future. It could have been like an apocalyptic. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all in these caves and... Kind of like... like um, oh, what's the one with Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt? And it's about going back in time. 12 uh, Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. You know, yeah. like they got their cages on the walls. Yeah. Like, yeah underground. New, I think it's New York. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I love that it, first scene when they're they're all underground and they're they're building up to the you know as they're walking through more and more people are joining the gang and with then, the drums playing and the drums and everything like, and it oh, kicks open the door the and flute. it just yeah that annoying it just goes flute. to that, that like silence in the wind five sure it's um, <laughs> is it really it's in the it's in the recorder family surely <laughs> it's great and it's yeah it's it's the music's one of those things where it haunts you. Yeah, and see, I love it. It really is. I, great. Yeah, I really it's just, like it. It's one of my favorite scenes in like the whole film. That it, it kind of annoys you, but I was yes. like, I was like, oh, it's it does. Gritty, it's just, yeah, it is it's gritty. Yeah, it's so it kind of gritty. builds up that tension. Really it's really well. out of tune, and mm. and but it's it's yeah, it's it's really sort of raw. It's mm. great. It's like nails it. on a chalkboard, you know. Yeah. But that kick from oh, Brendan oh, Gleeson. I my love God, I love Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he's good. I will watch Brendan Gleeson in anything. I love that shot of the kicking the door open and the camera going through the door, and it goes to that silence. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I hate to admit it though, logic in my mind kicked in. There we go. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, all these moments here. Here he goes. Because, guys. So after he kicks the door, <laughs> after he kicks the door open, he would have then had to have stepped back. Which I think like, he did, didn't he? But then he would have been standing there, and the camera would have gone through, and everyone would have been like, oh, he kicked the door, dude. Like, are you going to go oh, out? Know, he's, <laughs> you know, he's like, but he's probably letting the priest go first. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I just, one of my logic moments, you know? Uh, Liam Neeson yep. is Irish, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He sounded like he had a fake Irish accent. Like it sounded like he was putting it on. Hmm. Well, I think he was trying to also to go back to P- yeah, like an the way Irish they talk period, and, uh, yeah, a period, period sort of accent, accent. of, sure, of sure. someone that was out from that area. Sure. And it's also um, a case of like you know because they took uh, Amsterdam talks about uh, how there is like a thousand different accents in New York. Yeah, and you know like it's their it could be their own like. Yeah, forgive the term mongrel dialect. accent. You know, like yeah. well, you know, he's Irish slash American the town that he's from. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's an actor's know, so. dream. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> How good's that? Just make it up. Well, but even, <laughs> just, well, because the thing is, like, well, it works. It, I think it works. Sorry to cut you off there, Timmy. I think it works for Leo. Yeah, because he's been in. He's been locked up since he was eight or whatever. Yeah, mm. and so his accent is real. It's real. It's on all the line. over the yeah. place. Like and that's what I was going to say. Like it's, it's so on the line. But then you think to yourself, well, he's grown up. 
you know, yeah. in this environment. So, and away from his heritage, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Although you don't kind of know, you would have thought they'd be locking up a lot of immigrants, <gasps> wouldn't they, back in that time, given the racial uh, I don't tension? Know. Well, I, I, so. well, I tell you, like, in, in terms of, like, <laughs> dialect and accents, I would give anything to be able to talk like Bill the Butcher. <laughs> like, oh, well, the, way the way he talks. The way he talks, he's so like, good. we all know that his method acting is just oh. sensational. And you can just tell that he would have spent, like, a year sitting there looking at himself in the mirror trying to get that accent right. Oh, until yeah. He picked it and he's gone, that's it. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and good old Martin Scorsese would have been sitting in the background going, yeah, that's good, nice, nice. And again, mate. Fantastic. That's fantastic. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, you do that. It's awesome. Oh, mate. Oh, oh, sorry. I just, I thought I was sitting opposite Martin Martin Scorsese. That's another reason why I love this film, because this is Marty's return to violence. So Marty went on this whole thing where he had all these young grandkids and stuff like that, and he went away and he stopped doing violent films. And everyone went, Marty, you're the king of violence. What are you doing? doing? (laughs) You've made some of the most violent films ever in the history of the world. And then he went, he kind of went, all my non-violent films really aren't doing that good. Better go back and make a violent film. I better go back to violence. Yeah, let's go back to violence. <laughs> um, and he did this, and it was like everyone just went, "Oh, thank God, Marty, you're back. <laughs> yeah, we've missed you." Sirely. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you say, like, you know, I could imagine, you know, what's what's his name? What's that actor's name that plays Bill? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Thank you. Uh, like, you know, because he really dedicated. I read somewhere, probably on IMDb, that he has the. He has like a, a big yeah. contact or something over his eye yeah, to represent the, the fake eye. American Eagle. The cool. scene where he taps the knife yeah. on his oh, eye yeah. and like he had to train himself to do it. Like he actually <laughs> does it. I'm like, I remember the first time seeing it going, oh man, that's some pretty good CGI there. And then I read like, no, he actually did that. I was like, no, that is dedication right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird. Can't say I never tap myself imagine, on the eye. And can you imagine him coming into work that day? I mean like, Hey, Marty, I got a trick. (laughs) 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 I I like that very much. If you could do that, that would be great. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Is this... Because Marty's also famous for... um like having bits in his film, like he he cameos in his films. Yeah, is yeah, he in this he one? Is. I don't think he's is he? In, he no, is. he is. He is. He's the dad of the um the rich family that Cameron Diaz steals from. She really? Pretends, oh, yeah, she pretends yeah, to be yeah. the yeah. Awesome. the maid. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do they call that? It's a uh, turtle dove. Turtle doving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's swanning. Like you gotta have a lot of sand to be a turtle dove. That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny, right? Because. <laughs> Sand, like I, we throw the term sand around at work, and I've heard it in other movies uh, like Django, uh, yeah. where having sand is referred to as being bad. If you've got sand, then you've got you know you've got hang ups, you've got anger. You yeah. you like even at work, you know, like we say, oh man, that guy, man, he's got a lot of sand going on, and it just it generally is referred to as a negative thing. Whereas in this movie, I watched it, and then it's like you know, Am says you're gonna have a lot of sand to be a, a turtle dove or whatever, it's, and I was like. It's the thing. Well, it's the thing that made Anakin feel oh, so bad. I hate it's, sand. I hate sand. <laughs> it's coarse and it gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> oh, mate. Maybe that's what changed the definition. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Attack of the Clones. Or maybe that's maybe oh, that's just go. the brilliance of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. You just got to get right into it. The underlying. Uh, get into that sand. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> I found uh, like. When they when the gangs all come out and he's like yeah well I brought an army and they all come out and like announce their gang names mm. I thought that was kind of silly like oh we're the Pug Uglies and oh we're the I don't know it just this is this is what I would refer to as a moment of, a moment of logic because they already know who they are yeah surely and you would but I suppose it's kind of like a battle thing you want to hey yeah, we're here and we're ready here. to kick some ass we are you know warriors yeah, you know, like, well like <laughs> reputation precedes us yeah we're finally here and they're like oh, I think heard it's, of you. oh my it's god a, it's the Barry Boys oh my god <laughs> it's a formality of the time yeah yeah I suppose oh, well I love the formalities of all the fighting stuff oh well and the, the high level of respect well, mm-hmm. because happened? I mean that's that's very much warfare of the time. You know, yeah. you look at like anything related, civil war related, and the way they used to freaking have battles. They would just sit there, line up, mm. and take turns at, ta- at shooting each other. And that was that was warfare. You know, and the, and the generals sit way back where the where the bullets can't get but to. It's like when when cutting has the priest and he stabbed him, and he's like, "Who is this under my knife?" Yeah, and then everyone stops. And even though like they haven't finished killing each other, but that's that that's it. The battle's done mm. because he's taken. It's almost like the highest like wolves. 
You know, you kill the 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 lead wolf of a what is it, a pack of wolves, sure. and then they all stop. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, if you if you, like, so if you get take out the leader, <laughs> if you if you boys, if you ever find yourself, <laughs> what is? How did you discover this, Jules? I thought this was common knowledge. I don't know. Like, if, if you ever find yourselves getting attacked by some wolves, fellas, make sure you take out the head wolf. They might dis- they might discuss that in the grey. Have you seen the movie The Grey? Oh, Another brilliant. Liam Neeson film. It's actually really good. Where he's in a plane crash mm. and he has to escape. He's been hunted by a pack of wolves. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So you don't need to escape. You just kill the head one. Yeah, but these they're, they're vicious. So how come in the Jungle Book, when they killed... <laughs> We've gone from the grave they to the Jungle Book <laughs> in a matter of seconds. Like that. Well, I'm going to... No, no, I keep going. Jungle Book. Well, yeah. when they killed Akila, they didn't all just stop. <laughs> I, look, uh, it's the Jungle uh, Book, I don't dude. Even know. <laughs> it's the lore of the Jungle Book. I don't, yeah. even, I don't think I've seen that all the way through. Any iteration, but of the th- I mean, hey, going back to the Fifth Element podcast, and well, the Fifth Element, it's they're like Mangalores, man. They won't fight without the leader. Oh, yeah. uh, same, good, same good callback. Yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> how wolves. That's mm. how they. Are. How do we? I can't remember how we got on. Oh, that's right, because he had him under his knife, and they. All yeah, stopped. so yeah, we we're talking about the respect of warfare. Well, and they have that big meeting. So when Amsterdam challenge, he's like challenge. Mm. You know, like it's not just hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm no longer just gonna stab you in the dark or whatever. He actually challenges him, and then he's like, I accept, and then they settle the terms. Yeah, knives, guns, bats. You're like, yeah, but even before that, when. And we're getting quite far into the film, but when Cutting and his mob of pitchforks and torches comes to the foot of the church and he looks at them and they're all like women and children and stuff, he's like, oh, well, we'll wait till you're ready. See you later. Bang, gone. Yeah. Mm. And and it even goes back to the start. Like, they're yelling and they're like, uh, Bill's like, you know, we stand here at the five points to challenge the such and such as like they're battling for the ground and yeah it's that it's really formal I love that I reckon that's so good they, yeah. that like also happens speaking of warriors and modern New York gangs it also happens in West Side Story yeah uh, yes, I don't I haven't seen it I haven't seen it it's far more flamboyant but Brett be cool <laughs> <laughs> be cool Brett <laughs> but yeah they say like what what weapons will there so, be and now I think I know why I haven't seen it uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, no, that's from Fly the Concords. Oh, pretty, is it? Oh. Cool. Um, oh, really quickly, what was that? What we do in the shadows? Yeah, uh, did you get to it? I watched it. Awesome. It's freaking hilarious, it's man! So it's so good. good. <laughs> so, anyway, continuing on, <laughs> just random. Anyway, while I remember, uh, while I remember, uh, yeah, nice. Where were we? Um, uh, wow, Bill was really like wet all the time. Yeah, apparently, Ooh. he was so fed up with it at the end, he shaved his head. Yeah, yeah. Like he was just over. Fair it. enough. It's it looked gross. gross. Yeah, yeah it looked gross. he looks. You know what? I I know. Last episode, I said you know my favorite actors. It's don't worry, it's Lane's fine. <laughs> my favorite actors, Leo, all this sort of stuff. But realistically, I love this film because of Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god. And I thought, considering he's only just well, he's only what we're a month shy of him announcing his retirement from acting. Oh, is that right? Yep. Um, but even then, he was really starting to like wind down a lot of stuff. So mm. he only does like it. He doesn't work for 10 years because the right role hasn't come up. Yeah. He's not fussed. Mm. He goes back to his little town in France and makes whatever it is. He makes cheese or something like that <laughs> back with his family and just goes and lives life. And then people continuously come up to him with scripts and he goes, no, shit. So no, what shit, else is he in? Because I know he's in There Will Be Blood and I love that movie. That was his return back to film. Yeah. yeah. And it was so good. Yeah. Like, But... I don't know anything else he's in, to be honest. He's in In the Name of the Father. In the, yeah, in the Name of the good. Father. No, I haven't um, seen it. My mm. Left Foot. Yep. I haven't seen that either. Um, he only does like... Uh, he's in Lincoln. Oh, yeah. He's he not, is, he I haven't Lincoln. seen Lincoln. I, see, I kind of feel like... Like, I love his... So, the two roles I've seen him in being There Will Be Blood and Gangs of New York. I love both those roles. But I almost don't want to push it. I almost don't want to see any other movies that he's in because it might. I might no. watch it and not no. like it. No, and I'm ruin his mystique. It's good. He, yeah, yeah. Like he only does like big power roles. Okay. Like pretty much every single film he's been in. Maybe some of his early stuff's not so much. But when he actually became noted as like an excellent actor, all mm. his roles are like Academy Award nominated. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's right. he picks and chooses what he does, and when he does choose something, he makes. Just an excellent episode. Awesome. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's so good, top notch. Like serious, Bill. Bill the Butcher is just like, oh, gives me goosebumps. Like yeah, this. Absolutely. yeah. He's I just, he's such a good villain. Him with the stash, and even though he's really wet, like El said, he is <laughs> really so wet. wet. He's so slimy. But oh. <laughs> oh, it's just like, ooh. why do we think he's slimy? Is it the excessive clothes? Maybe he's working too hard as a butcher. Maybe he's stressed. Well, he's he's know. in a you know he's a butcher, so he's always around cold. 
wet, damp climates. Yeah. yeah. And it's in an area where sanitation wasn't exactly top notch. <laughs> Existing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny because it's like such a slum. Like it's such a dump. Yet he's like, you know, he almost has eloquence about him. Like with, when, when he meets these rich people who are coming to walk through and he's like, oh, you don't no introduction from you. And like, he's like, he knows all their names. He he's very he's suave. Politician. Mm. He's politician. a great politician, you know, yeah. but it's like, man, you're fighting for this dump, you know, like, you know, someone with your ambition, why aren't you taking over Times Square or something? You know, like he's got such drive, but he just, he fights so hard for the five points. I don't think Times Square existed back then. Well, you know, like what I'm saying is like there may have been better parts of New York that he could have been fighting for, yet he seems so content on fighting for the five points. It's a powerful area though. It might not look much, but it's, you know, five roads lead into one and... I suppose where, where a lot of business happens, and that kind of goes back to what he was saying about docks. closing his fist, the five yeah. points, and yeah, okay, it's, about, get that. it's about the power of the area. It's the, the you could say it was almost the gateway to the city, maybe. yeah. So yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. no, I, I dig that. That's really cool. I dig it's that. it's interesting. You know, we're talking a lot about how good Daniel Day Lewis was. I actually got to a point where I was watching it, and I'm like, I was I was on the exact same page. I'm like, man, this guy's real good. He's Daniel Day Lewis is killing it. Yeah, and then I went, hang on a minute. I'm spending all the time thinking about Daniel Day-Lewis and how good he's doing uh, and I'm not actually like quite so involved. So he was too good? Yeah. He was like... Oh my God. Yeah, I was like, well, hang on. It's actually pulling me out of the film and I'm distracted from how good Daniel Day-Lewis is acting. Yeah. You know, like I, I actually like, oh, hang on. That's that's causing me some grief here. That, that's interesting that you say that actually because like, I've kind of made a note that yes, Daniel Day-Lewis, although... Uh, Leo is the main character in this film. Mm. He's the star of this movie. Like Daniel Day Lewis, like totally steals it. But see, I have he more time. Steals the show. Right? I have more time believing Leonardo DiCaprio as Amsterdam. Mm. Like I would happily refer to him as Amsterdam, and like I'm like, yeah, I believe that character. Yeah, more than me going, man. Daniel Day Lewis is killing it here. Like, do you know what I mean? Are you say, so you're saying that Leo is like obviously like much more of a believable character, whereas Daniel Day Lewis, it's almost like he's too over the top. Well, it, I think it got so yeah over the not over the top. I don't know. It was, was the boundary pushed too far? I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't yeah. exactly know. I guess I thought, yeah. I my point I is, I, I was I spent a lot of time in this film thinking about Daniel Day Lewis and what a good job he was doing. Yeah, mm. instead of believing Bill the Butcher, mm, if okay. that makes sense. I don't, Do think, I, mean? I don't think that he was, like, overacting, though. No, well, no. But, but I get no, what you mean. Compared, compared to everyone else, some he is he very flamboyant, kind of, compared to everyone else. Not flamboyant, it's like, like in a fruity way. like, but like, like boisterous. Boisterous, thank you. That's a, that's a good way. Like, he's very... But, I mean, you think that... Okay, and you go, okay, so maybe he, he's a little bit... Yeah, he's on this next level compared to everyone else. If I was Bill the Butcher and I had that kind of power, I'd probably think I'm a little bit above everyone else as well. Like, everyone's kind of fighting for their part, but Bill the Butcher's just, like, he knows he's the man and he can be next level compared to everyone else in his own mind as well. Okay, I'll give you a, I'll give you a comparison. Yep. Uh, Tom Wilkinson in Batman Begins as Carmine Falcone, mm. right? Oh, he's got the same amount of power. Yeah. You know, he's in that bar... When, when Bruce comes in and he's like, there's a judge over there, there's a cop, yeah. there's a, you know, and I have no no trouble blowing your head off. That's power you can't buy. Like, he's he's that sort of mm. crazy, yeah. powerful, flamboyant, like, over-the-top Yeah, I know what you're saying. Villain, yeah, that's, and that's how I see as but, Bill. Yeah, but at no point am I going, oh, man, Tom Wilkinson, yeah, he's doing all right. Tom Wilkinson? Wilkin- I'm not sure. That anyway, guy. He's, yeah. He's killing it. Like, he's, I'm believing this this mob boss Falcone I suppose that it's a bit unhinged and because the power is getting to him and because it's set in modern day it's far more relatable so you can be like so like I would say that you know if you're you're a mob boss uh, he's he's not not wearing wearing a top hat that's like three (laughs) meters high I love it but I mean that kind of stuff was I suppose it's it's a case of you know Bill the Butcher he's grown up in the slums he's had a rough life he maybe he doesn't quite understand the high life of being a rich guy, but he's yeah. trying to live it. Yeah. You know, he's trying to be, that's why he's like very formal, introduces himself. Oh yeah, like, I totally get it. I, I get Because he's, he's not a smart down. guy either because he doesn't know the word ghoul. He has to ask yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah. So he's not well, like no, he's educated. He's, he's not educated. Yeah, he's not he's, educated. But he is, like he is genuinely smart. Yeah. Like us. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go back and so to uh, one of our previous films. So, oh, not Highlander, is it? No, not Highlander. Um, yeah, so, sh- shot is a good mate. Shot is a good yeah, mate. Well, exactly right. <laughs> going back to Two Hands, where we've got oh. Pando and Echo, as we were saying, who are genuinely smart guys, and they could be after all the money, but they're not after the money. They just want to live their normal lives and go and do their job. And it's all about the power of running King's Cross. Yeah, right. That's... And that's the same as what Bill is. Yeah. He probably could be living in a mansion somewhere, you know, getting all the money that he wants. But it's not about that. It's about the power. It's about the power. Yeah, it's, nice. it's completely and utterly about the power. So yeah. he's, he's more powerful than the politicians. He tells the politicians what to do. He could be much more affluent if he wanted to, but that's not him. Him is the type of that's guy that works as a butcher in the day, does some dealings through his through his business, and he he wants the respect. He's got the respect. The power is his. And yeah, he can do whatever he wants with it, and he chooses to still cut up pigs for a living and sell it. to Wonder people. why he does though. It's like, dead. I wonder if it's, like, maybe originally it was supposed to be, like, a front... Because, you know, I know in a lot of modern-day gangster films and stuff, you know, even, like, in Breaking Bad, they have the the front business. You know, like, the this is... You know, you have a business for your money laundering, and I'm like, surely... Like, why would he be a butcher if he's got so many people just bringing him royalties all the time? You know, like, all these guys stealing stuff for him. I think it was just a different time. So, yeah. people still did what they did, and if they were gangsters or money launderers or whatever they did it in their he, spare time he does say that he loves it though and he, he's like yeah. oh I, I get no more satisfaction of working with the meat of a pig you know like yeah, yeah so he does love it so, okay yeah, yeah that's a fair point uh, yeah I, I, as I, said, I don't think it's about the, the glitz and the glam I think it's about I think it's a it's an intimidating job yeah too. yeah and he loves it being yeah. the intimidating so people are like geez this guy chops up that's like, a curl that's a curl yeah. that's a curl so like <laughs> great scene but that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, that's that's part of it because it's so it's such an intimidating profession. That he's so, always cutting up. <laughs> well, that's I mean, it. Man, you're trained oh. to use knives and you're trained yeah. to cut things up yeah. and make things disappear. So, L, in, in <laughs> going with what you were saying, are you saying that you find that the character is too far above everyone else, or Daniel Day Lewis's performance is too bar- oh, too just, high? Al doesn't know. I don't really. I'm Ooh. just saying. I spent a lot of time thinking about how good Daniel Day Lewis's acting was. <laughs> yeah. When in fact, as a film, I should be as a as an audience member, I should be drawn into the film. I want to be when I watch a movie, I want to be like enveloped. Yeah. Into- so is this similar to what a lot of people had with The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger? It's like oh, when he's on. A little bit. See, I had a a little bit. I didn't quite feel that with Heath Ledger. I thought that transcended the role and I was watching the Joker. Okay. But I can understand. But that's a very out there character. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe because you're aware of the Joker as a character. Yeah, that's true. It's easier for you to then just say, okay, that's a Joker. I don't know. Whereas this guy, I don't know. Maybe it's a case of uh, like, you know, this guy's supposed to be the villain. And you want to hate him because he's the bad guy, but you can't help but like really like admire yeah. and like what's going on. Like yeah. the joke, like I watched yeah. Heath Ledger and the Joker's performance. I go, man, that guy's an asshole. I shouldn't like him, but man, do I love the Joker! Like mm. that Heath Ledger point. I think it's awesome. Yeah. But it's not even just the acting; it's the actual Joker. You're like, loving the character, though. You're loving, loving the, the character, in- the intricacies yeah. of mm. of the character, and yeah. you know the randomness that's happening. I've had dumb. A lot of people have said this about, like, there's a lot of characters that uh, are bigger than the person actually playing them. So Tony Soprano is a perfect example of a character. Oh, yeah. The guy is just the most horrible person in yeah, the planet. Yeah. He is just a disgusting oh, human he's being. fucking mm. awful. But you love him. Yeah. You just love him. You he's love like a, the fact that he's this faulted he's like guy. An, he's an anti-hero. You know? Absolutely. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and he's just this disgusting human being that will would kill you for no particular reason. But you still want to see him succeed. And to his family. <laughs> you know, like, and, but you just love him. Yeah. You you, he's just that's what the this, charisma I'm, that rolls him over. But this movie wrestles with that, obviously, because Amsterdam's main motive is to revenge, avenge his father. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after hanging out with Cutting all the time, he's seeing how much Cutting admires and respects his dad, even yeah. in death. You know what? There's actually a really good. I'm really glad that you brought that up because there's a point where um, just after um, Amsterdam fights McGloin, you know they ha- they have the boxing match. Oh, uh, Billy Elliot's dead. I thought you were about to say <laughs> McLovin. McLovin, <laughs> uh, McGloin, right? So it's now when that's it's a when I'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and the picture of the priest gets knocked down. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It, so that scene. 
Uh, there's a scene where Bill comes up. Yeah, great boxing scene. Great traditional boxing, boxing. scene. Boxing. Boxing. Not freaking ballet. <laughs> Boys do boxing and wrestling. <laughs> Not freaking ballet. Oh, great film. Selected. <laughs> um, um, so, no. So, let's see. So, um, after the fight has finished... Um, Bill is walking up to Amsterdam and Amsterdam's all a bit nervous, you know, because I mean, Bill's obviously approaching and Bill's an intimidating guy and he gives him a steak and slaps on his face and then Bill's like, yeah, oh, good, good, good job, boy. And then, yeah, Amsterdam kind of smiles and he has that moment of like, oh, awesome, you know, oh, great, the butcher likes me because I did a really good job and it flashes to a scene of Amsterdam's father, uh, Liam Neeson, getting killed and his face goes from the smile, he's all happy that he's got the approval of the butcher, to, oh, that's right, I'm I'm, I, I'm here to kill this guy. Mm. And it's just, it's, it was really good. I can't even remember the... Well, then he watches him pick up the fallen picture of the priest. Yeah, exactly right. Well. So, I mean, it's so... And put it back on his little shelf shrine thing. There's this huge emotional thing that maybe not that just we're experiencing as loving the anti-hero in this movie that also that Amsterdam is experiencing as well. He's like, oh, wow, you know, I've got the approval of Bill, but, oh, jeez, oh, reality check, I need to kill him. See, I reckon cutting to a, to a certain degree knows that this is the priest's son all along. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I reckon this I'm, is all part of his manipulation of him. I don't know, because... Yeah, I'm on board uh, with not, that theory. Yeah. yeah. Why, though? Why, why do you reckon he knows? Why? How'd you come up with the theory that... I don't know if he knows. I reckon that he definitely senses some form of familiarity with this guy. Like, I don't think he knows. I think he knows that it's someone and something that's maybe here to to do the business on him, but he doesn't quite work yes, out, know the, who he is until at the end. There's one scene that makes me... Like, I want to like the theory and I want to go along with it, but I don't quite agree with it. And there's one scene that, that does it, and it's when the, uh, the firefighters are battling to <laughs> put out the bed. That is great. The firefighters great fighting. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just... I'll come back to the firefighting for a yeah, second. I, I want to come back to that It's too. like the firefighters um, are gangs too. Yeah. yeah. So, there's one scene that makes me go, okay, he doesn't know who he is, because it's when Amsterdam and his friend... I can't even remember what his friend's name is. Um, John? Billy or... No, John. Is it, is it John? Yeah. John, John's the guy that technically squeals on him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So John. Yeah. Is he um, one of the hobbits as well? Nah. No. Nah. 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 So John. Anyway. So they. It's when they come burning. Like, they come flying out of the house. So when when Amsterdam saves John, they come flying out of the house, and Bill the Butcher standing there watching the house burn, just he's standing just there. Sitting on a chair. <laughs> he's just, oh, this is before he's sitting oh, on okay, the chair. Right, so, right. but he's standing there, and he and he looks over, and he sees Amsterdam and John come flying out of the house, and he looks at him, and I was like. I looked at this scene really closely and said, oh, I wonder if he hints at that, that he recognizes him. Like he goes, oh, that guy looks familiar. But he just looks at him. He has a little laugh. He kind of goes, huh. And then he just goes back to looking at the fire. To, to me, that goes, he just looked at these two guys come flying out of the house. They nearly died for a couple of pennies. That's really funny. And now I'm just going to go back to watching the house burn down. Like he, to me, he does not recognize him at all just from that one scene. And it's that to me is like that. That's the nail in the coffin saying that nah, he doesn't recognize Amsterdam. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm switching sides again. <laughs> that's compelling. That's it. What's, just before we go any further, what is your rebuttal to me? <laughs> I don't think I have one. Just before we go any further, uh, John is Elliot from ET. No. Yeah. Really that's spectacular. Yeah. Wow. Really. Yeah. Awesome. Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, like I mean, do you have yeah, more cool. no. of the theory or stuff? <laughs> no, just, I no. Don't. no, I don't. I but just, it just, I feel he's such a. It, I mean, the butcher's a guy who knows everybody, and he is keeping an eye on everybody. And he's kind of, he's always got a plan. Therefore, like I know we see young Amsterdam running off after you know he's like give him an education. He breaks free and runs off. Yeah, I just feel that. I don't know. In all that, it's almost like to which he does get caught again. Yeah, 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 and gets so. sent to Highgate, yeah. Hellgate, Hellgate. But maybe I don't know. Maybe but then he... he's there for like sixteen years or something. Yeah, like, or yeah. I mean, the, the only for... well, yeah, he is. Sorry, yeah, because he comes back to the five point sixteen years later. Yeah, to, to, yeah. The, to the only person that really gives any indication that they've recognised him is um, the guy with the notches on the back, the guy who kicks the door, whatever his Brandon name Gleason. is. Yeah, what is it? Mm. Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson, right? What he's, what he's Brendan Gleeson. Um, he uh, he recognizes him. Just monk, monk. monk that's the one. He just recognizes him. Just want to see your face, son. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. He's yeah, the yeah. only person that recognizes him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Or and that and the and his friend John, but he only recognizes him because he's got the medal. 
It's like, you don't remember me, do you? That guy. Mm. Uh, so... <laughs> this, this episode is a plethora of average actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the ones that saves you. <laughs> uh, and do we... Uh, we haven't even spoken about Cameron Diaz's accent. Yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, that's not... Now I, you know what I actually. But hey, I can't do it either. So yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, what, I'm gonna, what do you, what do we think about her character in this? I'm thing? gonna I like say her. I'm gonna say I, that this is the, right. this is L like when L sees a musical and you know how you say there's always one song that you just wish they would cut out of the movie. Yeah. Now I know that obviously <laughs> the whole betrayal with John and things. So Cameron Diaz's character is essential to the story in how it is. But I would not be disappointed if they completely cut out the whole Cameron Diaz character. Really? If that I was it. yeah, I see, I didn't like. It. If they cut that whole storyline out and came up with some other reason that John would be- betray Amsterdam, then I'd be on board with that. Yeah. But I, nah. I mean, her character annoys me, and I see the only reason that she's in the film is one for the the standard love interest, and two is that there needed to be a reason for John to betray, to betray. Amsterdam. Yeah. Other than that, you could cut her shit out of the story like pretty easily, and yeah. I reckon you wouldn't miss it. I would have thought that the. Because they, they they show a lot of John's jealousy of how well or how much the butcher loves Amsterdam or how yeah. much he's taken him in. Because yeah. he even mentions it. He says, oh, yeah, he really likes you or something Bill's like that. Bill's taking a lark into you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like I, could, a, oh, mate, I could almost quote this movie line for line, I reckon. So but this so, is like the say we could have panda, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they're designed to go through some swamps and shit. <laughs> so, no, nah, but that's enough... That is enough for him to turn on Amsterdam. Yeah. So and it's there. It just seems like it's 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 I, forced. It's too forced for my liking. Like, I mean, what other reason is there that storyline? Like, I mean, I, I understand that, you know, movies... the whole, like... They she, need... Like, is kind of Bill's daughter. Well, Bill like, took her... But even then, like, it's it's just... It's like non- he kind essential. of adopted her. Yeah, so to yeah. speak, yeah. Uh, kind slash of. Uh, Bill took me in. Got her knocked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did yeah. he knock her up though? I don't think he did. I think the story goes that she was pregnant. She was gonna die, or she maybe there was a labour or something. So they had to cut it out, and, and that's saved why her. he took her in. Yeah, yeah I maybe I don't really know. But again, I'm just like, to me, I feel like you could completely cut out the Cameron Diaz. I would love someone to do an edit, and Without maybe it. maybe I have to do it completely. Edit her out. And the reason that John betrays him at Amsterdam is because of the whole Bill taking, like you said, taking a shining yeah. to Amsterdam instead of I think of John. I would have liked it more if she was part of like a separate gang or something. And, the, oh, and, and that was... Gang rivalry or something. Well, or that they were just another piece of that five... Yeah. Yeah, it just, again, it just felt too forced for me. Because, like just... I mean, essentially she was just... I don't know. Like it just felt like she was there. I mean, she in, she was just the... her. She she says at some point she's like, oh, "I always work alone." You know, she's like, because Amsterdam says to her, "You just like, oh, we 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 could team up and make some cash." And she's like, "No, nah, I always work alone." Mm. And I'm like, again, so one, she's like just lumped into the story. She's not affiliated with any gangs. The only connection she has to anybody is that the mate Johnny has a crush on her, and Bill, uh, you know, does whatever he does with her every now and then. So it just, it seems too forced. And I, I can't help but think that the only reason that part of the story is in there is because people want people want a love story. It's you know, Otherwise, they're just like, people would be like, oh, it's just a movie about violence. But, you know, you can kind of say that. Who are these people? Oh, mums and dads. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It's you two. Yeah, <laughs> see, I don't know about that because love stories like that are not something that is in a lot of Scorsese films. Yeah, true. Um, and he's big enough and smelly enough and powerful enough to basically <laughs> say, fuck you or do what I want. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's more of a point to it. I'm not going to disagree with you. Actually, I do agree with you that if mm. we cut her out of the film, it wouldn't be any different. But I actually liked her in this. I thought she okay. was good. But oh, I, yeah. I agree, though, that if we did cut her out of it, I'm, I probably wouldn't like or dislike the movie anymore. Or uh, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make an edit. I'm going to do it. I'm you taking it upon that. myself. I'm going to edit this movie. I want to do it without her and see if I can just kind of chop it so that, you know... She's a pretty major part, so even if you did cut out all the stuff, Mm. it would still only be a seven-hour film. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this film was long. It was long. I'm going to say, the first two times I watched this, uh, so I watched this at uh, Man's Chinese Theatre in... uh, in, um, uh, L.A. In L.A., uh, the first time I saw it, and I fell asleep. 
And what? then uh, I came back to Australia and like three weeks later, it had just been launched here and I watched it again and I fell asleep. God. So uh, you're a big fan of the weird, movie. It really, no, it really it enticed is, you. I was just really, really jet lagged both times I saw it ah. and I fell asleep. And then the third time I watched it, I think I've told you this, it took me like maybe three, maybe four goes to, to actually see it all the yeah, way yeah, through yeah. in one sitting. And the thing is, it's like, how do you fall asleep in this film? It's like action packed pretty much and gripping from the start to the film. Yeah, like every... Mm. Again, like, okay. I would say that every scene is really drawing you in for a specific oh, purpose. Great. Yeah. Except the Cameron Diaz scenes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I tell you, a scene I really, really liked. It was, it was a bit technical, but it's the scene where the Irish come off the boat. It's like one long tracking shot. Oh, and yeah. And the Irish get off the boat and then they uh, get conscripted mm-hmm. into the army and they, straight and it's, away and it's them getting like geared up and signing on and, and they're like oh do you think they'll feed us soon and, yeah. and then they get on another boat and they go straight out down. yeah like they're in their uniforms in line to yeah. get on the boat yeah, yeah they go in they get fitted for uniforms and they come back and but this is uh, literally just got off there's the a boat. lot of stuff that's really um major points of New York especially at that time yeah. so there's a lot of yeah. theories and, and a lot of proof actually that the North wouldn't have won the, the war against the South without the fact that there was like a million Irish turned up that yeah, were so yeah. hungry that they would have done anything, anything for food yeah. but and that's that, one of the major reasons that yeah. they've actually put down to the fact that they won was just literally yeah. they just numbers just yeah, numbers but numbers, it's beautiful numbers. like it's a stunning shot and then the fact that it finishes on them coming off the boats in coffins mm. to mm. this like it's got this whole they've literally just arrived in America yeah. and their bodies are coming back to America when in fact they've never you know they've never really they've been, never to been here yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. they've died for this country you know and they even, that's even one of the lines they're like great now go fight for your country mm. yeah. yeah they've literally just stepped off the there's boat. a lot of things that are that I found are, that whole that whole tracking shot real powerful I've never yeah. I, like I I, I I know the show you're talking about I know the scene but I'm like oh wow I've never paid attention to the technical side of it but hmm. well, it's there's just, a lot of it's things just beautifully are. sorry sorry yeah, no, it's no. just <laughs> beautifully uh orchestrated like yeah. it's choreographed nicely to be all in one shot yeah so you can see that flow i'll pay attention in my edit. just how <laughs> how brutal that was for these guys to get off the boat and then come back in coffins yeah you know in this one movie um the things that i always found that they touched on which i did a bit of research on when i first started watching this film again was the violence of the gangs back in the 1800s the actual relevance of the gangs in the 1800s the poor treatment of the irish when they were when they basically came off the boat and they were sent off to help the the North win the war and the racial riots, which happens later on. Yeah. So the racial riots in this movie are actually played down. They were actually way worse yeah. than, mm. than uh, what's made up in this film. So mm. a lot of people say, oh, they, I was over-sensationalised. There's a lot of actual stories that I read where it was actually 10 times worse. Yeah, definitely. And that there was just lynchings and, and everything going on. So they sort of touched on it a little bit in this yeah. film and, and to a fairly graphic point, but apparently it was actually way worse. Oh, and the treatment of the Irish in that time, it didn't matter whether they were in the States or if they were coming to Australia or if they were you know, even in England. Irish were considered scum of the earth. And huh. they were literally like... The Irish were sent in because especially in uh, in the states where slavery was being banned so they all the all the africans were basically were given freedom and they just replaced them with the irish oh. because no one cared about the irish yeah. and you know and the same thing happened in a lot of places with the chinese as well which they yeah. sort of touch on a little bit maybe in this um mm. but yeah it was just yeah. a really shitty times but getting back to the fire brigade thing so, oh yes right. yes so this is hilarious so my dad was a fireman my grandfather was a fireman I'm pretty much the first in a long generation of my family that isn't a fireman it's such yeah. a disappointment, oh, no, <laughs> such a disappointment. <laughs> alright so this actually happened so what it used to be was that there was you could set up your own fire brigade alright and you were you were basically sanctioned to an insurance company so if a building caught fire and you got there first it was your job you got to put it out and the insurance company paid you so if two fire if two fire departments turned up at the same time, they would literally punch on to see who had the right to put out the fire. And it got to such a state that where Bill's sitting there on his chair watching, people used to turn up at fires and, and purposely watch. light them to see the firefighters <laughs> punch on. Town. Yeah. And apparently it happened in Melbourne. It used to happen what? here too. Yeah. That's back in the, in like the, the when Melbourne was first set up, it was a very similar situation where the insurance company had their own firefighting um team. Yeah. But if another one got there first, it was their job. 
That's and, so, and they'd punch on. <laughs> yeah, so it was good. great. It was like, this Amazing. is fantastic. So, <laughs> a, a fun fact about those actual uh, the the fire engines that they use, the mm-hmm. you know, horse drawn carts, is that they were actually um, notorious for starting just as many fires. <laughs> N- not even kidding, right? So I learned this on um, a show called Jay Leno's Garage because he's a big oh, yeah. massive oh, yes, automotive yeah, yeah. fan, right? Yeah. So in that he he talks about how they used to pressurize the cylinders that were full of water. I mean, obviously they had the hydrants in that. I don't know how accurate it is, but what they rock up in are these, uh, the big boilers, and there's a lot of water in them. But in order to pump the water out of it, I can't remember how it works, but in order to pump the water, they actually have to light a fire, like a steam engine, that creates pressure and, and somehow acts as a pump. Now, but what they would actually do is, whilst they're on the way there, they'd have to light the fire and stoke it and get the boilers hot, etc., etc. But they also would drop coals everywhere. So <laughs> as they're flying down the street in these carts... Uh, these great on cobblestone were, roads. Yeah, we're, we're just dropping coals everywhere, and apparently they were notorious for starting fires. So they would actually have crews who would have to come through afterwards with buckets of water. Guys, pretty much just running or in carts, who would have to put out all of the coals <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that were started by these fire engines. So uh, it's it's crazy. It's it's worth a watch if you ever get the chance to look Excellent. up some information about them. But I never understood, and this film really Cameron Diaz's role. Nailed it, <laughs> nailed it home for me. How headbutting is a is an effective technique. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Bill Bill lays like four or five epic headbutts on Amsterdam, mm. and I'm like, surely that's doing just as much damage to Bill's head. I think this part, the yeah. pa- this part of your head's pretty robust. An, an effective headbutt. Yeah. I don't, have you ever been headbutted before? Well, no, I haven't. <laughs> no. Like you, I mean, you what? What's a skull? Like your head weighs what? About six kilos. So if you, yeah, it's about six kilos. So <laughs> if you and you've got a good smashing force on Surely your forehead, it's there, not six. That's, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's about six heavy. kilos. It is heavy. Your head's really heavy. If you throw that down with are all we, your, are force, we talking about just a skull by itself? No, no, no. Your head, your whole head. Yeah, okay. So brain. That's better. Yeah, well, yours brain probably got bone. a few more rocks in it though. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of. I'm, I'm just thinking of poor. Um, uh, Shakespeare holding up a skull that weighs six, <laughs> no, six no. kilograms. <laughs> no, so your head, yeah, I think, I, look, I might be wrong, but from my understanding, but I mean, if you use your forehead and you bring that, you wail that down on someone's face, it's going to do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think yeah. what Al's saying is that why isn't surely, cutting concussed as I'm hell? surely like headbutt oh. to headbutt. You know, like well, sure if I headbutt, I don't know, some, a pumpkin, <laughs> that's going to be effective. But another head what? that's equally yeah. matched... I used to play rugby with know. some uh, some Pumpkins. lovely uh, Islander blokes and um, charming fellas. Charm- they were they were actually great guys, but seriously, their heads were made out of some form of concrete and steel. Yeah, yeah and right. uh, I've seen these guys like lay into tackles with their head and just completely knock some guy out. Yeah, and I'm pretty just sure there's a pick up the ball way. and keep running. There's a correct way to headbutt someone. Well, it's like soccer oh, yeah. players, you know, they have to learn how to properly headbutt. Yeah, otherwise they'll just the be brain like, shake because that yeah. ball is like if that's coming at speed, it's fucking rock hard. Yeah, <laughs> e- email us in with your appropriate headbutting technique, especially in the cold. Like, I mean, you Oldfield boys, you're uh, your mum's uh, in the medical industry. Surely she'd be able to shed some light on you know, headbutting. We've never headbutting asked people. Her about headbutting. Hey, mum, <laughs> have you ever headbutted anybody? <laughs> You're drying the dishes. Hey, mum. <laughs> yes, dear. Oh. Hey, we are. We are. I know. We've probably got lots to talk about. We're really kicking on time here, fellas. But that. Yeah. Thank you for the. No work. worries. That that scene though, is brutal. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Oh, it's pretty messed it's, up. Yeah. And the fact that he just then, you know, he just goes back to doing his thing, and just they just go yeah, and, pull yeah. the body away and. Oh. oh, do you know what's a really, really chilling moment? Is after Bill gets shot and he stands up and he's like, Aah! he does that yeah. scream. Every time I see that, I get goosebumps. I'm like, oh. oh. I, I had a bit of uh, Marty envy yeah. with the the riot scene and yeah. it's got the like the news reporter and oh, the, yeah. the mob has broken out and, you know, and, he's, and they're describing, are they like police reports or something? There's yeah, I was gonna a, There's ask, a do, voiceover do we... and there's a um, title down the bottom that says where the riots are happening. Mm-hmm. It felt very good, fellas. Mm. It, the Layla scene. Yeah. The um, you know, when he's getting chased by the chopper, it had yeah. this manic mm. voiceover 
lots of music. Like it was, it was felt very Marty. I love like, how you call it the Layla scene. That's yeah, so, that's excellent. Yeah, good. Fun. I can't remember <laughs> it, Fellas, man. no, that side of the room. No, no, no. I know. I, I'm just trying to. Remember. I've got it on Blu-ray. It's where they work out that they've got uh, the cops are uh, employing like uh, people that can lip read, so they have to talk in the street with their. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Their <laughs> he's yeah. like blazed on coke, and he's got a. Dri- he's driving around all day, and he thinks the chopper's. The chopper's after him. him yeah, yeah. He just keeps <laughs> looking out the windscreen. He doesn't want the guns because the silencers don't fit, and oh. and it's just this like real manic yeah, scene because yeah, yeah. he's all blazed up, and yeah, it's real good. Anyway, it reminded me of that. I was like, yeah, well played, Marty. That's it's nice. Nice. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I wonder if those little, what are they, I guess they're sending Morse code to each other or whatever. But that the I wonder if those um, the things they're saying. Oh, you know, they're made their way down Fifth Street. I wonder if they're real things that they've pulled from like the history archives, you know, real police messages or radio messages that Maybe. they've pulled. I'd be, I'm curious. I have to look that up. Yeah. Don't know. There was one point oh, I'm going to, I'm going to give us our uh, explicit rating for this episode, but there was, there was a cracking insult at one point around that like headbutt scene. Mm. He's like, I don't give a top any fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that means, Bill, but I like that. <laughs> Now, if you're calling us chiselers, <laughs> then yeah. we got words. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. We should probably start, like, honestly, I could I could talk about this movie for friggin' hours. Yeah. yeah like, right. I could, I could. Like, well, uh, but we, well, before we get on to ratings, it's time for, well, I'll look, it's my favourite <laughs> segment. It's time for... Fuck, what is it? Uh, podcasting or what? <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. For your favourite segment... Podcasting a wider net. Oh man, I didn't get a new one. Sucks to be you. And they <laughs> stuffed it up. Yeah. Thanks but, anyway, Don, that's usually my thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so I've got uh, I got two. Uh, Timmy, I reckon you're going to dig the first one. It's uh, by two sisters, Meredith and Laura, and it's called Let's Talk About Leo. Oh. <laughs> Let's and, talk about Lee. Oh, and they're yeah. going through the uh, the back catalogue and the filmography of Leonardo DiCaprio. That's so brilliant. their latest one was Inception, I think. Oh. Um, yeah, so obviously they did a Gangs of New York episode. I started listening to the Departed episode. Departed, Departed. Because I'm yeah. a big fan of of Marty and Leo's second outing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he yeah, he became called, a bit of his uh, Marty's like well, so for a while. Well, he? it used to be. Robert De Niro, yeah, and then bit he, of a bit of a Johnny Depp to Tim Burton, mm. and then he's, yeah, he switched to Leo. So, so yeah, uh, it's called Let's Talk About Leo. So Timmy, you check that one out because you're a big big Leo fan. Uh, I, get, I get a bit of man crush on Leo as well. Yes, fair enough. Mm. He's he's great. He's good. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, now the second one is what I was very subtly referring to earlier in the episode. For some reason, it's called Two Thirty Dudes, like Two Hundred and Thirty Dudes. I haven't worked that out yet, but. Huh. And their and their description is like we tell cool stories. I'm like, all right, man, cool. Anyway, this episode uh, is called the Five Points, the real story, uh, and so they go uh, into all the history and they, which cool. is how I worked out where the Five Points was or used to be in New York. And um, yeah, yeah, and I'm only, I've only just started listening to it, but I will totally watch that out or listen to that out. Yeah, I might give that a go. Yeah, yeah, it sounds real interesting to to know how much of it was. Was accurate and yeah, it was cool. It's called two two thirty dudes, two three zero. Maybe dudes. they met at the dentist or something. Like, why are you here? Two thirty. So yes, uh, two episodes this week. Uh, yeah, podcasting a wider net. Nice, great, great segment. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Well, it's time to rate. It's time, it to, time rate. to rate. I go first. Yeah, to me, this is your film. Um, hundred and twenty. Ooh. Straight up. Boom. I love it. I would choose it over Bill and Ted any day mm. of the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big fan. What was it? Did you say 120? Yeah. 120. Uh, I'm already talking. I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna say um, 230%. Whoa. Yeah, it's going way up there, man. I love this movie. It is so good. Maybe that's the 232. <clears throat> oh. oh. Wow. Snap. Uh, 230% uh, because... That's huge. That is that is, that that is, is almost so you're that's two almost, that's almost ridiculous. <laughs> two point three times. I'd watch I'd watch, watch this twice and then I'd watch Bill and Ted's. In wow. fact, I'd watch this twice, then maybe a third of it, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd watch Bill and Ted's. No, so two things, and oh, and okay. you know, with Bill's like character and all that. Like I I mean like for those of you who have got me on Facebook, like my Facebook profile for like the last oh, I don't yeah. know three two. or four months is 
is Bill, Bill the Butcher. Oh, shit, like, it is. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Not, ah. not Bill S. Preston. Not Bill S. Preston. Shame. Cool. So, anyway. Yeah, wow. It's cool. Right? I'd, I'd fair, it's fair to say that's the highest. Easily. Well, I think had. Ed was oh. the highest with 200 for Ferris Bueller, oh, yes. ah. I think. Sorry, that. Ed. So, Topped him. Oh, I feel a bit so silly good. now. <laughs> Go. Brad. Uh, I'll go 150. Nice. Yeah, this, wow. this is really good. I you do like real this. Film. Like, real like this one. Yeah. Hey? There's, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of layers on this film, and I think it's. I think it's really good. Yeah. yeah. No sandwich. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, look. Um, I'm way lower. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Good, yeah. Look, I'm sitting around the like 65, maybe 70. I'll give wow. it. No, look, I'll push it. To this s- is a safe space, but you I know. Like, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I'll push it to 75. <laughs> Particularly after the discussion we've had, oh nice! I don't know. Maybe it was just the mood I was in. I've had a I've had a rough week. Oh, wow. it's been a big week. Seems to be like that at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I feel yeah. like everyone's been like that. Yeah. Anyway, I was just like, look, it's it's a cool movie. It's fine, but I, it was so long and it is it is know, a very long like, film. Yeah. And it's, it's not, in, but it's, it's not as long as something like there. Like there will be blood is like three and a half hours. Oh, that's long. It's that is long. ridiculous. And long. I think this is better than that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I'd agree with that. Yeah, like yeah. Marty's got a much more entertain. Like, yeah, it's it's far more. He gets you in more, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. keeps it more action packed sort of... without obviously. Well, it's like time, what you said before about each scene being on purpose or whatever. As opposed, yeah, to each scene kind of has. Sp- it, you know, anyway, it's also good in this film to see uh, John C. Riley playing a character. Yeah. That's not possibly retarded. Yes. <laughs> which, one, how, which one's yeah. John C. Riley? The cop. Yeah, the cop. He does that a ah. bit though. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I've got yeah, a lot no, of time. Have, I actually think he's good playing serious roles. A little yeah. bit of shake and bake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sick of him actually, especially teaming up with that guy just with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell it's like, yeah. I'm just sick of those two. I'm sick of Will Ferrell just yelling at me. Yeah. And it's just, I think John C. Riley's got way more to offer than playing some. Possible you know what? I've been something else you know, recently. Actually, is it Magnolia? Good. I'm way uh, less of a. He's in Will, Days of Thunder. I'm way less of a <laughs> Will Ferrell fan now since our Edgar Wright discussion about purposeful comedy. As uh, writing comedy as opposed to just improvising. Uh-huh. And when yeah. we were talking about it last time, I'm like, yeah, that just seems lazy to me uh, now. There, well, there is a yeah, <laughs> man, there is an awesome uh, video on YouTube. I can't remember who it was by, but you could probably search pretty easy about the nuances of Edgar Wright about the drinking scene. We've it's actually a comparison. We've, we've talked about this. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it. Yeah, Cornetto called, Trilogy oh, episode. Jules needs to get on the Cornetto Trilogy called, again. Uh, but see, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning. So. I agree with you, Tim. I think there's there's definitely a place for um, ad lib comedy stuff and so live television mm. is obviously the purpose for that but yeah. if you're going to sit down and go to the effort of actually writing stuff yeah. and I think Al pointed out like they, they just do line, they do scene after scene and retake after retake after retake until they, they get the, the thing right with the with the uh, yeah. Will Ferrell stuff versus actually yeah. writing it funny from the and it's not saying he's not funny because oh no you know, yeah, he's but a it's, funny guy. but it's it's it now just it feels cheapens like it's, it for it's me. It's a different style that's been lent on. Yeah, it's just like manufactured now. humor as opposed to actual crafty, witty humor. Yeah, but you mm. got to remember though, all these guys are you know they're all famous through Saturday Night Live, and yeah. that's where that's where that ad lib, being able to think really quick and do mm. something and yeah. deal with deal with the situation yeah. is. Comes I know it's scripted, pretty heavily scripted though. Yeah, I know, but there's because it's sort of live though. If something doesn't go right, yeah. they still need to just push on. Yeah, sure. yeah. you know what I mean. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, not like. <laughs> Anyway, Slane, it's every frame of painting and it's the visual comedy one and it's stunning and watch it again. I don't know if that's the one I saw. Mm. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. It probably is, but I'll look it up. I'll see. Good. All right, well, um, what do we do next? We're basically... I'm, I'm just all over the place today. Well, hey, welcome to we've, got to, we've got to plug our emails and we do. And so Insta-Google um, tweet faces. We Send us an email. Our name is film at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram at Sandem's Film, Twitter SDSF Pod, um, and obviously subscribe to us on iTunes or Android devices, that sort of thing. What are we up to on Twitter followers? How many? Ooh, we hit ten. Yes. Whoa! But then we went back to nine. Oh, no. what? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody. Burn. <laughs> oh, that's so brutal. I love the fact that none of us on Twitter, except for you, Ellen, yeah. <laughs> and you're only on it just to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Our, our Twitter game is strong, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's yeah, time for get in touch with us. Yeah, get in touch with in us. In fact, we we had someone specifically ask us a question the other day, 
about who the better Batman is. Oh. And we are, in fact, going to do a little mini episode that should be coming out very soon. Yeah. Uh, Talking about Batman. About what we think is the better Batman. Yeah. Well, who was that? Was do you remember who made that comment? Uh, it was a guy called Chris Garner, who's from the top end. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, so mate. hold on, mate. Your episode is coming. Very good. Ooh. So, speaking of next episode, it is time for a selection. And cons- well, it dictates that it's my turn. Correct. However, oh. we got another email in the week. <gasps> That's two, 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 two emails. <laughs> we got two emails now. We, we just doubled our productivity. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Two, two emails. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Utah, get me two. <laughs> and assorted other two. <laughs> so... Was this uh, so? This is the email from Joseph Sassoni. That is the one. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Apologies, Joe. Sure. If it's Sorry, not. Joe. Sorry. Do you want me to read it out? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Joe says, what "You are guys we, what are, are shit." Stop <laughs> taking up my time. Hey, hey, he's taking <laughs> just, the time to write to us. Come come on. On. Constructive feedback. Hey, yeah. fellas, <laughs> just want to say, long time listener, first time emailer. Love the Ferris Bueller episode. Uh, Brackets. I love the film. As well, but agree that the character of Ferris is a capital asshole. Yeah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> on you, Joe. Uh, Take that, Ed. Yeah. Do we just become best friends? Nah. <laughs> um, so I'd love to hear you dudes riffing on dot dot dot. Oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> the Adventures of Baron Mooshawson. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Munchausen. Munchausen. Munch- Nice, that's sure. a, From 1988, yeah. and it's Terry... Ooh. Terry Gilliam. Gilliam? Yeah. So he said, you haven't done Gilliam yet, pretty sure, and he divides people, as does this film. Ooh. Keep up the good words, lads. All right. Where, Keep up where, the good work, lads, Joe. Thanks, do, Joe. Where do you boys sit on Gilliam? Who? Who, who is Who's Gilliam? <laughs> Who's Terry Gilliam? Yeah. He was an ex-Monty Python. Ah, he okay. Animation. He did uh, Imaginarium of Dr. Panassas. Oh, no. okay. I like that. He did Haven't Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. Ooh, okay. How about, talking. What do you mean he did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? He directed it. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, we're talking directors. Brazil. I thought it was the main actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he's done some <gasps> hardcore stuff as well as... Mushawson? It's very... It's weird. Munchausen, for God's sake. Munchausen. Yeah. It's going to be a ride. Chowder. Chowder. Has anybody here seen it? No. So Don't even know what it is. Never heard of it. Oh, God. Have any of us... I feel like I've seen it. Is this the same name as first? This maybe An exclusive. I feel like, you know, like it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty oh, sure. Well, I've good work, never Joe. Seen this. All right, all right. Well, done, yeah, well. So, join us next week for the adventures of Baron Mushatton. <laughs> 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 Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Oh, dear. <laughs>